Welcome to the Jack and John podcast. I'm Jack. And I'm John. And we're on a mission. To help you focus on Christ. Well, Jack, we're getting ready to come up on Thanksgiving. I know a lot of uh, people in my family say that's the favorite uh, favorite day of the year for them. Yeah, I mean, that's that was the big family uh, Family holiday time. for us and still Waking kind of up is. in the morning with the smell of turkey baking in mm-hmm. the oven. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, leftovers the next day. And the next day, and the next <laughs> right. day. Love when you, that. By the time you get to turkey au gratin or turkey casserole, oh. well, you, you know, make out of turkey. I don't know about your home, but the, the leftovers didn't last as long oh, as my house. Oh, they didn't last too long. <laughs> You know, there were three boys and my dad. Oh, yeah. And, and, uh, yeah oh, we, we were eating that, you know, three or four hours after the... Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. And of course, sandwiches. Of course, back when you're a kid, you know, oh, yeah. you're a bottomless you pit. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just keep eating, you know. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. Well, you know, so. they... Um, and I did read this in a textbook recently. You read textbooks? No, but uh, I did this one because <laughs> I was pointed to it by someone, the history book, wow. where they had changed Thanksgiving in the oh. history book. Instead of giving thanks to God, the pilgrims were giving oh, thanks yeah. to the Indians. And I started to use that word, the Native Americans. Came out without me thinking. Yeah. Native Americans. Changing history. Uh, I'm all, all, I, you know, it, it just shocks me how you think you can do that. But no, the pilgrims were giving thanks to God. For the abundance that they had, what they had. But we are to give thanks to the Lord. Right. And I think it's very, very important to, as the Bible says, to continually give thanks to God. Let, let his praise always be on your lips. There's a psalm, the 100th psalm, um, which says, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Uh, sometimes I think we come into his presence with anything but singing. We come into his presence complaining. We come into his presence begging. Fill in a word there. Oh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of negative things. Sometimes we're uh, kind of expecting. trying to use God or expecting, yeah. you know, or wanting or yeah. uh, always, always, always asking. And uh, this says, come into his presence with singing. Come into his presence praising. No that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We're his people. We're the sheep of his pasture. So verse four, we always read this one at Thanksgiving. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. So uh, that's why I like Thanksgiving. I like that particular verse. I like uh, thinking about giving thanks. And I like the family aspect of it. Um, Unfortunately, you see so many things happening at Christmas now. I mean, you know, buying a gift for a kid and he doesn't have any place to put the stuff he's got already. Mm. And uh, sometimes, you know, he opens that gift without even thinking. He looks, oh, that's great. Where's the next one? And uh, Thanksgiving is just a time to gather together with family and slow down a little bit and be thankful and enjoy a little conversation, maybe putting together a jigsaw puzzle or playing a game. And, you know, that's what that's what the traditions of Thanksgiving kind of means to me. I'm not saying that's something you have to do in your family or that's uh, necessary for 
or faith in God or anything, but I do think that it's a good thing. Yeah. And I think we should try to hold on to that particular tradition. When we think about, or when I think about the first Thanksgiving with the, the pilgrims, okay, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't think it looked anything like the pictures. You know, the pictures are sort of more like a Norman Rockwell type, you know, Pot scene. Rock. Well, and, and they're, they, they all are, you know, neatly dressed and all this stuff. And, I, and I'm sure they, you know, tried to dress up and stuff. But you got to understand, things were really bad for the pilgrims. I mean, about half of them, I think, had died. Um, and, you know, yes, they were thankful to God. I do think that they had to be thankful somewhat to the, the Native Americans as Not well. Not because without them, they wouldn't have survived, you know, because they had to learn stuff. These people came over not realizing what they'd gotten themselves into, for one thing. And, uh, you know, when they first came over, they tried to be sort of communal and, and you know, working together. Well, when they're working together, what happened is, well, some weren't working as hard as others. And, and then the, the leader says, hey, guys, you know what? Everybody's got to do their part because if you don't work, you don't eat. And, uh, well, that changed things. And now everybody got into it and they're doing their stuff. And so, but when they made it through all those hardships, when they made it through a winter, you know, they didn't have central heating, (laughs) you know, I mean, when they made it through all of that, they were thankful, you know, and I think about for us, I hear a lot of people talk about, you know, 2020. You know, here we are in 2022, coming up on 2023, but we're still impacted by what happened in the last two years, really. I mean, the whole COVID thing, the lockdowns, the all the craziness, you know, so many people that got really sick that died. And uh, and and then just the way that kind of everybody handled it or mishandled it or however you want to say it, it was like. A chaotic mess. I think we would all like to have a do-over. It's like when you're a kid playing football in the front yard, and you're you're fighting over, you know, you you did that, and or that you didn't get that touchdown, or you know, whatever it is, and then and then somebody says do-over, and you just do the play over. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be nice to have a do-over? Yeah, just wheel it back. You know, it's like okay, 2019. Here we are. A do-over. No. <laughs> um, but the, the pilgrims didn't get a do-over either. And they made it through that horrible, horrible first year or so. And then when they had survived and got their feet under them and felt like, okay, maybe we're going to make it, give thanks. Mm-hmm. Give thanks. Always stop and remember to give thanks. Right. Uh, because we breathe because of the Lord our God. He gives us the breath in our lungs and he gives us um, everything that we can possibly think of. And he deserves the praise and he alone deserves the praise. And I think sometimes we want the praise. Um, We have uh, an agenda with our thanks. You know, it can be manipulated and maneuvered for your best interest. Um, But to have a genuine, authentic, heartfelt 
thanks given to God is what I think needs to happen with all of us, just to be thankful. Even though um, been a rough few years, been a rough, right. rough year. I mean, everybody could probably speak up on right. how it's been rough in their life. But I think the focus is more on the thanks than, than that other part. Mm-hmm. Just what good do you have to see in your life? Look at the half full glass and be positive on what you see. And then praise God for it because he's given you the ability to take the next step. I think it's important also to really understand and embrace that the things that we're the most thankful for aren't things. Right. You know, it's, it's God, it's relationship. Um, and that's what I want to be thankful for because it's not, Oh God, I thank you for my abundance. You know, or God, I thank you that you've you know, satisfied my hunger. I am thankful for those things. But it needs to get beyond that point because I, I want to be the kind of Christian. I want to be the kind of person that, like Job, even when those things are not there, yet still I will praise him. Um, I, I want to be that kind of person. Not that I want to go through those kind of experiences, but I want to be the kind of person that thanks him and praises him because he's enough. You know, I think sometimes people look at their lives and they regret choices they made and the place that they are. And uh, I know I talked to someone a while back and I'll never forget the conversation. Basically, the conversation was he just didn't feel like he had fulfilled his purpose on earth that God surely had me be born for something better than what I did. And uh, so that was the conversation. And I kind of got to the place where I, I eventually said, you know, you may not have done that one big thing, you know, that you may think about, you know, that one big deed that changed the world or that, that made everybody stand up and notice. But what you did was every day you just love people. And you gave of yourself and you changed people's lives. And I think um, when you get to heaven, um, maybe the gifts that you get, maybe the Thanksgiving is the people that might come up to you and say, thank you for your witness to me, for what you said to me, because you changed my life. I'm here largely because of your testimony, because of your witness. And I think that that's what we need to look at sometimes rather than you know, what was my purpose? I should have done something tremendous or huge or great. And uh, you know what you did? You you remained faithful. Uh, you loved people right where they were. It may have been a small thing every day, but you affected multitudes of people. And um, just some little, yeah, some little thing that you do. Yeah. It starts a ripple. Absolutely. You know, um, TheSkippingStone.com, I have talked about them before. You know, they're one of the missions that, that we support that's in India, and they're helping women get out of the sex industry, giving them the tools that they need to get out of that life, the education so that they can find a means to support themselves um, apart from, you know, selling their, their bodies. And um, 
those guys, uh, that's, that's kind of their logo. You know, they say make a ripple. And I think they t- borrowed a quote from uh, Mother Teresa about that. But the idea is that you may not feel like you're doing much, but that little pebble that you tossed into the water creates ripples that, that go on and on. Um, the old story of the starfish on the beach. Right, exactly. And the little boy is down there picking one up and throwing it back in the ocean. Some mm-hmm. man's watching him. There's millions of starfish dead on the beach. And the man goes up and says, what are you doing? That's not going to make a hill of beans difference in anybody's life. It's not going to mean anything to anybody. And the little boy reaches over, picks up another starfish, throws it in the ocean, says, well, it mattered to him. Mm-hmm. So maybe the one that you touch matters to them, so it matters. I'll never forget the moment, um, and I've talked about this before, um, but I just can't help bring it up again. We were in Haiti, and this young gal who had never experienced anything like that was there, and she saw the extreme poverty, and even the homes that we're building, you know, we're not building homes like what we've got here. I mean, we're building good, solid homes that, you know, sustain a family and shelter them. Um, but even that, it, it's like it's not as much as you want to do. And I, I walked up to her and she was just tears streaming and and uh, I, I, I feel overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I I, I there's too much. I can't, I can't change all this. And I said, there is too much, but you also don't have to change it all. You don't have to take the world on your shoulders. I mean, that's kind of Jesus's job, you know, (laughs) but what you can do is you can focus on one person at a time. You can change one thing at a time. You can do one thing at a time. Um, and it doesn't need to be something big. It can be something like getting the door for an older person that's struggling, you know, helping them with their groceries. You know, it, it can be anything. I can't remember her name now, but I, I had a couple of books by a, a young female writer who basically shared her testimony and her stories And uh, this wasn't me. I don't think I could do these kinds of things. But what she would do is she would get in a taxi cab and uh, she'd be in the backseat and she would start singing. And she'd be singing something like Jesus Loves Me or All the Little Children of the World. And some gruff, rough New York taxi cab driver sitting up there with tears streaming down his cheeks as this sweet young woman sings of her faith and tells him of her faith in God. In Christ and changes people's lives mm-hmm. just one person at a time. And that's basically what she said. Her, her statement was, I'm out to change my little corner of the world. And I can't change the whole world, but I can change my little corner. And uh, if we'd kind of maybe look at it with a little bit of that perspective, uh, you can. You can. You can change. You can change people's mm-hmm. lives. You can touch people's lives. You can truly bless people's lives. And then when you do... Thank God for using you because it was really nothing you did. But it was God just enabling you uh, to say the right thing, to, to do the right thing, to touch someone's life for eternity and give him thanks that he would be able to use you for that kind of a task. I think that's worthwhile. Absolutely. 
you know, we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago when, you know, the disciples are asking Jesus, hey, what, how are we going to know when all these bad things are going to happen that you're talking about, like the temple being destroyed and that kind of stuff? And, uh, and Jesus starts talking to him about the, the signs of the times and, and all that. Well, um, the, the reality is, you know, he is the one that takes it all on himself. And the thing that we can really be thankful for is um, we, we don't have to live up to, like, our potential because he's done it for us. We used to sing a song, if he carried the weight of the world upon his shoulders, I know that he can carry me too. Right. And so when we shifted over and spoke about Matthew, when he's talking in, in there, not, not Mark, but there he's saying, you know, if you uh, visited the person in prison, you, you did that to me. that to me. You know, if you fed the person who's hungry, you're feeding me. It's every little thing that we do. It's an extension of Jesus, and we're reaching out to him. And that's one of the reasons why he says, you know, Paul says, everything you do, do it as unto the Lord. Because if you can have that kind of perspective, if you can remember that, you know, I've got what I've got. I, I am who I am because of Jesus, then I can touch another person's life. Um, and I need to remember <laughs> that guy's not the jerk that just cut me off at traffic. <laughs> no, you know, I've got to treat him like he's Jesus. Um, Did you know that every, every one of those statements in Matthew... Where he says, I'm uh, the bread of life. Yeah. He says, I was hungry and you fed me. Well, Jesus is the bread of life. Right. And that's the, the sustenance. That's the main main part of, of, of how we're nourished. I think the second one is, I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. Well, he's a spring of living water that wells up from within you. Uh, I was a prisoner and you, you visited me. Well, the Revelation says that you were in prison and he holds the keys. Mm -hmm. uh, so every one of those, the answer to it, not saying don't do the physical thing, right. but realize that Jesus is the answer to every one mm -hmm. of those things that's mentioned in Matthew that we need to be doing. So we need to at least give them Jesus. And we can do that. We should just share the gospel. So He is our bread of life and he is the one who sustains us. And uh, we can be so thankful for that. Amen. So I, I was doing a little search on just the phrase, give thanks. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, different translations might be different. So th this is just looking it up in the, the New Living Translation. And there's 44 different references that just have that phrase, give thanks. Mm -hmm. But the thing that struck me is... Probably at least half of those, it seems like, come right out of Psalms. Yeah. And it's so easy to, for us to think of Psalms as verses, as scripture, you know, and we, we pluck them out and use them. But these were songs. This is what they sang. And it makes me think so much of our music and so much of our worship needs to focus on giving thanks. 
um, to God for what he's done. Yeah, Philippians 4 says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Right. Um, give thanks to God. And uh, the peace of God, the Bible says, that passes understanding will guard your hearts and minds. It affects what you ask for. Amen. It affects what you ask for when you're thankful. You know, I don't need as much. No. When I'm thankful, you know. Right. And I want that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm thankful for the food I've got. And, uh, but yeah, that pecan pie, that pecan (laughs) pie looks pretty good. I would like that. So. I've been working hard to try and lose some weight, so been doing um, I might uh, I might actually have to say no to the pecan pie this year. I don't know. Maybe just a tiny, say no. tiny piece. Just say no, John. Just say no, no. just say no. Yeah. Just say no. Just say no. <laughs> well, guys, we want you during this week coming up with Thanksgiving, just be thinking about what you're thankful for. And offer that thanks to God um, with a grateful heart. And remember to be thankful when you're going to the grocery store and when you're getting ready for that Thanksgiving meal. Um, Because not everybody is going to seem thankful when they're when they're going in there and they don't have enough turkeys or, you know, they're already sold out of uh, the yams or yeah. When you're looking at the price, it's like, be thankful, oh boy. Yeah. Anyway. Well, thank you for watching and listening. Uh, We love you guys. And uh, thanks for connecting with us and just letting us spend a little bit of time with you. Um, We've been doing this almost. That's right. We've been doing this almost two years, Jack. And I'm thankful for that, too. All right. We'll see you next time. Happy Thanksgiving.